hardcore and the rest is rest of the week it's gonna be encouragement you know um i've been thinking hard about a lot of things so before we get started let's pray and welcome to the podcast i am janae wildheart and this is the warrior the weekend edition yay so let's pray Father God, you're awesome, you're majestic, you are aw- You are the head and we are the tail of your holy, holy, holy mess. Take resident over this place and let you guide the words out of my mouth and rid me of myself. And Father, I pray that whatever I say will be accounted as not void, but heard that took in the wrong way, but shaken, uh, shift, and presented through you. In Jesus' name, amen. Do not be fine to this world, but the renewal of your mind. If we are the body, if one of the members is broken, you know the rest if you read your Bible. And to live is Christ and to die is gain. So we are going to, and go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of God. Um, do not be confined to this world, but the renewal of your mind to the word of God. So with that said, there's scripture. And I'm going to put a sign out, put the kitties to bed. And if you are afraid of boldness, and if you don't like the truth, you might want to turn me off. Because I'm done censoring myself with the church. Long ago, before I became who I am now, and that's Wild Heart, I went to church. There wasn't a day go by I wasn't in church. If it wasn't dad and mom that made me, it was God. If it wasn't God, it was somebody encouraging me to go to church. Church saying, come, pick this up. We have John 3, 16, the treasure chest, has Sunday school. Go to the sanctuary, listen to a preaching. Go home, tell mom and dad about it. Be a plant, had the seed planted. I was always in church. No way in haze would you get me out of it. I wasn't there for show and tell. I want to learn about God. I was. I want to know about the man on the cross and why his body was there. 
Now that I got older, I still was in church. I was part of the drama team, even though I played church. And even though I served two masters, I was always in church. Now that I'm older and I have wisdom about church, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this whole gathering stuff. Are we just going to get a message and go home, sit down, have brewski, watch the Super Bowl, not care what the pastor just said about us, about what the message was really about. And I'm going to say this with my pastor included, Jonathan Boggs, and boys, women, all the great pastors that I have met that really impact my life through the Word of God. I love talking to pastors. I, I really do. And those guys that I just named sit down with God and plan a message not to be overlooked and not just face value. They really do study their message. But to have you sit there in the church, to have us sit there in the church and just take it as face value and go home and not apply it to your life, there's something the matter with us as the body. And, you know, these pastors don't sleep well at night. And if you heard Mr. Greg Locke, he says it's the best with the pastors that are really sold out. They don't sleep well at night. And to be honest, they go through more hell than we ever put on ourselves. So I want to talk about the body. And what we need to improve. This is just Janae philosophy with God guiding my words. So don't take it as fast failure. Take it as a seed being planted. I have observed the way the church is. And it makes me sick. Not just churches that I'm into. I mean churches in general. It makes me sick. The way that we do church. We quit going to the place. We used to go out. You know, I'm fixing to make a broad statement. Take it as face value, please. You know, Jehovah Witnesses is a call. You know that, right? They go out and do the job that Christians should be doing. That we used to do in the old days. Go knock on somebody's door and invite them to church. We don't even do that no more. We actually, to be honest, are lazy, laziness Christians. I've been to two churches so far that had people come to them, not come to them. Come to them and not go to the person's house and invite them to church. That's lazy in Christ. Because... If I remember the Great Commission, I read it not too long ago. It says, go ye therefore. It don't mean sit in church and let them come to you. No, you get your hands dirty. And you can text me. 
I don't care, people. Listen, listen to me well. I don't care if you text me. But the Bible, that ain't Janae's word. That's out of the King James Version. And I read the New King James Version, and I don't think the Bible contradicts itself. So I'm just saying. It says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of God. Nowhere it says in the Bible, sit down and let them come to you. Jesus went and got his hands dirty. I got persecuted by a church for saying that. You can get mad at me all you want. I don't give a rat's run, so you might as well get mad at Greg Locke and some of these other Christian pastors that are true to the Word of God that says the same exact thing. So it ain't just Janae Wildhart saying that it's God. It is in the Bible, black, white, and red, and red is where Jesus spoke. If we want to live truly Christian lives, then why ain't we putting it in practice? I I went, like I say, I got off the Easter Bunny trail and did what the Holy Spirit is doing in me. So when I speak boldly like this, it ain't me. It's the Holy Spirit. So watch out. We have got laziness. And I mean lazy to the dang grin of it. Well, Janae, I get, uh-uh. There's no excuse why we, it says in the Bible, workers is plenty, but the, I mean, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. It's pretty dang obvious that we became lazy Christians. We will cheer at a football game. Tomorrow tomorrow is the Super Bowl. Out of everybody in the church, we can't even say amen, but when they're the Super Bowl, we'll sit there and cheer for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's pretty dang sad. We will play on our phone, and I'm guilty of the playing on my phone, but I will not sit there and watch time go by when my pastor is working hard on a message. But we will sit there. We will sit there and make him have a clock, look at a clock, and put him on the clock for him to get over with the message that he worked hard on. I heard my pastor say it. I have seen Pastor bring up a watch to the pulpit. That ain't God. Why are you putting pastors on the dang clock? He ain't working for you. You don't pay his time. You don't pay his check. God does. He's on God's time, not your time. And we expect everybody to do the work. Pastors, you want to know why your church is failing so bad? It's your congregation. Why ain't we doing what Jesus commanded us to do? Why ain't we being obedient? Why are we clutching the spirit? As your congregation, where is their walk with Christ? Ask him. 
And if they say, well, I read my Bible, how many times do you take that Bible out? I'm not, I'm not holier than thou. Please don't take that the wrong way, which most of the time I'm uncoded wrong. But I'm not holier than thou, but I read my Bible every day. And I mean, I got daily devotion from Charles Stanley. I got Bible Gateway. I do a podcast. I I got my Bible. Right now I'm in Luke chapter 2. Um, I'm reading Purpose Driven with Book. And they even have a journal that has me write scriptures down. In the afternoon, about night time, I do Voice of the Mortars. I'm always in the Word of God. I'm always trying to encourage myself. Max Lucado, or Greg Locke. Something to take my mind off the world. I'm serious, church. We need to stop acting like we owe... God owes us something. He don't owe us a dang thing. We owe him our time. Our ties. It says bring our ties to the storehouse so there'll be room for his. And I tell you, when you tithe, it makes a whole lot of difference because I have seen my my income and stuff happen because it's tithing. You will have a dry season, but dang, it's worth it. If you got if you don't have food, there have been time I didn't have food and food shows up. Well, I'm worried about this, this, this. Don't worry about your life because it already says it don't worry about yours. We're here to help people. And I remember a pastor saying it and a friend of mine contradicted somebody else's little story. So I heard this story several times. You know what? It's a prime example of the way we should be as Christians and as a body of church. There was this pastor. He was sitting outside and he had a homeless who was dressed as a homeless guy. His face all smudged and everything. I'm going to tell you the story that my friend told me. He was a pastor to come out, and he 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 dressed as a homeless person, and they asked him questions and saying, and asked if he was okay, and he gave him thumbs up and all this. When church came about, he he goes, everybody's asking where the pastor was. He said. Pass come back with the clothes, took it all off. That was my message. When did we start putting God on the clock? The Holy Spirit on the clock. Our life is supposed to reflect who Christ is. And I tell you what, we're doing a shitty job of it. And you can get mad at me all you want about cussing, but that's the way it is. 
I ain't dignifying. I'm not censoring myself on this. We're doing a shitty job of doing God's will. Well, Jeanette, I just gotta. I, I, God's calling me, and it ain't about you. It's about Him. When did the church start being about us? You know, we're supposed to be a church of sick people. And we're putting our, lining ourselves with associations. The ground rules of the association when it's supposed to be about God. We got the Baptist Association. We got the Pentecostal Association. We got the Church of God Association. Why don't you break free and do something that ain't of God, of them and do something of God? Well, I've heard about, no, you got word from God to tell you to do something. Either you misinterpreted it or you did it because it was your will, not God's will. And put God's stamp of it on it. Sometimes we misinterpret God and put it on our time and our will. I'm going to use this as an example. It's kind of like the COVID shot. I have heard many Christians say, Well, I prayed about it and I don't have God's problem with it. And God led me to get the shot. God ain't leading you to get no shot that Ajax can get off. That's you wanting the shot to keep fear intact with you. Don't put God's name on something that ain't his will. I've done it. I see what happens. So we can say it's God's will. Or I like this one. God has showed me that this is his will the way the body of Christ is supposed to be. I prayed about it. Really? You prayed that you are to stay in the doors of the four corners of the church. And that's his will. That is not God's will. You misinterpret that. God wants you to do something that's going to bring people into the church. If that means going out of your comfort zone and getting your ass out of the church, then do it. There are many churches that are successful because they're not sitting on their ass at church waiting for everybody to come see them. They're out there doing God's will, feeding the homeless, helping the community to get better, and doing what God commanded them to do. I don't care if I have to cuss to get the message out. I don't care if you slander me. I want to tell you, I want to tell you something, and you better listen, listen to me well enough to hear my voice. I didn't get here to please you. I'm doing this to please God. And if that means cussing to get the message across, that's what I'm going to do. Because I have to answer to God, not you. And I think God is pleased with me. Maybe I'm wrong. And I think I, I heard him say, well done. So if you don't like it, tough, tough. 
Go listen to somebody else that bring message with more cussing than I have done. Because everybody ain't perfect, and I'm sure I ain't one of them. But I'm not going to sit back and watch my walk with Christ be tampered because the church don't know how to do their job. It is a sad, sad day for the church when we are becoming lukewarm. And you you know what the Bible says unless you don't read your Bible. It said he spits you out. So I'm talking to everyone, not just everybody in general. I'm talking to everybody in this world by the sound of my voice. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out doing God's will, not your will. And pastors, you want to know why the church is failing? Look in the Bible. And go to these meetings. The meetings that are playing in your church because they're not living up to scripture and they're sure not praying after they before they do this see what god wants us to do it's their agenda against god's just saying but i want to tell you a story and i'm going to close with this it was when i was at gap hill baptist funny story when my stepmother alive, God bless her so. February 23rd is my dad's anniversary to the woman. <laughs> but happy late birthday, daddy. Um, may God bless you. Um, I went on a mission trip with my family, with the church. My first mission trip was the best thing that God ever done for me. So, well, I can't say that. It was the thing that I loved about God. I love missions. And that's my calling. Doing missions. And I loved it. We went to West Virginia. We went there. And the site was gorgeous. And my stepmother at the time had me buy all new clothes for this trip. All new. Panties, shoes, you name it. She had me buy new stuff. We had a project to get a, um, had a, um, I was doing drama with it. And we were buying a pantry for the, making pantry closet for the church. Well, little does everybody know, I'm on. I was in it. I was in it. I loved it. And I remember getting my hands dirty. I was loving it so much. I got my hands dirty. I got my clothes dirty too. And that's what we should be. It doesn't matter. You can have nice clothes and still get your hands dirty. It ain't about you, it's about God. Because at the end of the day, when you got your hands free, God rewards it. Let's pray. Father God, I pray that we get our hands free more instead of being scared cats or vice versa, whatever it is. 
that we break out of this and be more like you each day. What the Great Commiss says, go ye therefore and teach, preach, be warriors. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys have a blessed, blessed weekend. Let the love of Christ be your guide. I'm Janae Wildheart, and I am the warrior. Peace.